the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So recently, the American Psychological Association conducted their Stress in America study that they do every single year. And so what do you guys think? How many Americans feel overwhelmed today? Just throw some number out there. How much? Seven? Oh, I was going to say, you don't live in America then. Seventy? Very, very close. So 73% of Americans, they found out based on their studies that they've been doing, 73% of Americans feel extremely overwhelmed today. And so to be overwhelmed means high amounts of stress that we are experiencing in our lives that makes us feel like we can't cope with the demands placed on us. Right? So stress and uh, feeling overwhelmed, they, they go together. And often we can feel very overwhelmed in our own lives, right? We can feel overwhelmed with different responsibilities that have been placed in our lives. Our finances, our marriages, our work, our studies, our friends, um, children even, and even our faith. We can find that overwhelming as well, especially during the Lenten season. We can, we can, we can feel this, this overwhelming experience. And although we can feel very overwhelmed with these many responsibilities, we all have them, we can go around and we can all list our different responsibilities where we're feeling overwhelmed. When we feel overwhelmed with these responsibilities, how often we forget that our lives belong to God and He helps us in these areas that we feel very overwhelmed and weak. In today's first reading, St. Paul's talking to the Romans and he says to the Romans, Likewise, God helps us. He's helping you, you Romans, in your weakness, he says. He's reminding them, you've been baptized, you've been given new life. You're going to be weak in your humanity, but you have the Holy Spirit operating in you. So you got to get out of the way, Romans. Get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit, let God work through you in your weakness. And he says the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Right? The Holy Spirit operates through you, you Romans. And not only does the Holy Spirit operate through you, he's interceding for you. He's working for you. He's not some guy in the sky, some bird, some pigeon that we see once in a while. Oh, there's God. There's the Holy Spirit. Today's gospel, we hear about someone who owns a vineyard, right? Which is God. God is the vineyard owner. The vineyard owner sends his servants to his vineyard who lease this land from him to get his fruit is what we're told. So it's very important. It's the owner's vineyard. Right? It's his vineyard to get his fruit. It belongs to him. And what, is the, uh, what happens when he goes to get his fruit is he sets them up for success. So before he leases it out, before he gives it to tenants to get his fruit, he sets them up for success. Now, this is very important for us because, again, we think our lives are our lives. But if God is the vineyard owner of our lives, he sets us up for success which takes away the overwhelming feeling. It takes away the stress. How does he set them up for success? We're told in today's gospel, the vineyard is equipped with everything that they need to have successful fruit. We're told there is a hedge, which a hedge is a fence of protection to protect it from people who are coming to rob fruit, the grapes which are needed to make the wine. So there's a hedge of protection, there's a wine press which makes crushing the fruit a lot easier. I don't know if you've seen in the old movies, people would have to get, if they didn't have a wine press, they would have to go in and stomp. And they would get the, the, um, they would get the, the, the juice the, the, from the grapes. There's an actual wine press in this vineyard which presses it on their behalf so it makes their lives easier. So the, there's a hedge of protection. 
There's a wine press. There is a tower, we're told, in this vineyard. The tower is so that you can see from a distance wild beasts who are coming towards your vineyard to eat your fruit, to damage your crops. And they forget that it's his vineyard. And that it's his fruit. And try to make it their own vineyard and their own fruit by killing his son so they can inherit what's his. So think about it. They get so violent. They're angry. Why? It's because they want what's his. They want to be in control. They want to inherit the fruit. And the owner's like, this is my vineyard. I want it. I'm going to share it with you. Our lives are his. He shares it with us. He puts a hedge of protection when he created us, which is the Holy Spirit through our baptism. There is a tower. He's the tower looking down upon us. This isn't just cute, fluffy things that we say, you guys. Either we're convicted that our lives are his vineyard and it's his fruit that we're producing. Or it's my vineyard and it's my fruit. Because when it's my vineyard and it's my fruit, I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. I feel weak. I can't produce fruit. And that's frustrating. That makes me sad. All those areas in our lives where we feel overwhelmed, it's so important that we remember that we have been set up for success by our Father, who was the owner of our lives, the owner of our vineyard. But again, rather than leaning on Him or accepting help from the people He sends us, we get overwhelmed because we want to lean on ourselves and produce our own fruit. It's very overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Lent, if you think about it, it's all about weakness. Lent. We are entering into the weakness, the overwhelming weakness of Jesus Christ is this Lenten season. But we want to be strong. We want to produce good fruit. We want to, we want to, we want to produce for Jesus. I want to prove to you, Jesus, how much I love you. It's not about proving anything. It's not my vineyard. It's his vineyard, my life. It's not my fruit. It's his fruit. He's going to help me produce in his vineyard, which is my life. We are entering into the, the, the most overwhelming weakness time, weak, the most amount of weakness that Jesus has experienced over, over Lent is what it's all about. So if we're feeling weak, good. You're doing Lent right. If you've messed up and realized, you know what, I said I was going to do this for Lent, I was going to do this for Lent, I was going to give this up for Lent, and you failed, good. Because you're experiencing weakness. It's not your vineyard. We continue to try. If we've given up completely, 90% of Catholics I've heard, once we mess up on our Lent, we just say, forget it. You think it's your vineyard then. You think it's your fruit if we've given up. It's not. We're not trying to impress God. <laughs> what can we do by ourselves? We messed up. Good. We realize how weak we are. We don't like weakness. We want to be strong. We want to produce good fruit for Jesus. Because that's the main thing that Jesus wants to extract out of our lives during Lent is our own self-sufficiency and self-reliance and I need to be strong and I need to produce fruit and I, 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 it's not your vineyard. 
I was talking to a guy recently who keeps failing his exam that he needs for his licensing. And he's telling me, I feel completely weak. This was just last week. I feel completely weak. I feel completely frustrated. I feel completely discouraged and powerless, Father. My response? Good. <laughs> I don't know if he'll come back again or not, but I said, good. This is Lent, Azizi, this is Lent. You want your Lent to be what your Lent wants to be. It's good you're experiencing weakness. Because God promises when we are weak, He is strong. And this is an area, Azizi, you have to lean on Jesus on. You want to pass this exam? I'm, I'm not trying to be unempathetic to a situation. But we want to produce fruit. I want to pass this license. That's a good thing. But brothers and sisters, we don't get to decide how we're going to be purified in order to get to heaven. And if it's taking the exam 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11, 20 times until I get to produce fruit, it's your vineyard, Jesus. It belongs to you. And through that purification, what I told him, we don't get to choose how we're purified on earth to get to heaven. But how we react to this time of purification, this weakness we experience in our lives, and we don't like it, we want to produce good fruit, we get to decide how long it lasts. Our response during the Sunday season is the most important thing. Again, it means, I told him, you have to lean on Jesus right now. It's not about changing your plans and doing this. I said, you got to lean more on Christ. It's not that you're not faithful. He loves Jesus. It's not that he's not praying. He's praying a lot, but he's getting discouraged. Uh, is it working? Is it not working? Is God mad at me? How much longer is this going to go? I told him, don't worry about that. Right now, since in your weakness, God will be strong. Humble yourself. Bring yourself down rather than I need to produce fruit. It's his vineyard. He will give you what you need right now in order to produce the fruit that he wants on his timing. Again, brothers and sisters, our weaknesses are those areas of purification and that's what Lent is all about. Please, if you failed in your Lenten promises, it's okay. Get back on track. Lean on Jesus more. The reason we failed is because we leaned on ourselves. Oh, I'm going to give up TikTok. I'm going to get off Instagram. I'm going to stop looking at inappropriate things online. Why did we fall? We depended on ourselves. And that's why we fell. Good. That's humbling. We're weak. Awesome. It's not my vineyard. I will produce the fruit when I lean on him more or accept the help that I need from the ones that he sends me. Right, again, maybe we are violently assaulting people or anyone like these people and the, the workers, they were violently killing and assaulting people. But I wonder how many of us, this Lent, are just very violent with ourselves. Going this internal violence and this overwhelming and this overwhelming experience. 73% of, 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 of Americans are feeling overwhelmed today. When we're violent, this interior turmoil going on, when we're violent with ourselves, we're discouraged, we're frustrated, we hate our weakness. And, and we're so overwhelmed. That's internal violence. That's what the tenants did. Because we're not producing the fruit that we want. And God's like, that's not what I'm looking for. This Lent. Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, it's not, it's not our job to be successful. It's our job to be faithful. It's 
not our job to be successful in bearing fruit. It's not my vineyard, but it's my job to be faithful. I come back, I get up, I repent, I will try again. Because it's your vineyard, Lord. I'm just a worker in this world. And again, God says to St. Paul, my power is made perfect in your weakness. We hate being weak, especially men. But let me tell you, if we're men, and we want to follow the true men of men, the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, he experienced weakness. We have to get over ourselves. We have to get over our pride and our frustrations, men and women. And so again, this slant, let us remember that it does not have to do with I. It has to do with him when it comes to producing fruit in the areas we're feeling overwhelmed because it's not our vineyard. And he's given us everything we need to set us up for success. It's his vineyard. It's not our lives. It is the life that he has given us and he wants me to succeed. Not perfection, progress. We are never looking for perfection in the spiritual life as Catholics. We're looking for progress. And again, all those areas in our lives that we feel overwhelmed, we must just remember one final thing. That God, has, when we think about those things that overwhelm us, because God has given us so many responsibilities, which means he is our cornerstone, is how the gospel ends. Right? Being overwhelmed is normal, but to feel crushed by overwhelming circumstances going on in our lives is not okay. And pre Jesus preaches against it. Jesus, is, we're told, is the foundation stone on which everything is built and the cornerstone he's called, which holds everything together. So brothers and sisters, as we sit here today, let us remember, I am not my own cornerstone. He is the cornerstone. This is not my vineyard. It is his vineyard. I don't have to produce fruit because I can't do it alone. It's with him and through him I produce fruit. Amen?